Hey guys, it's your host, Jumi Moses, and welcome to Award to the Wise, a weekly podcast where I drop some knowledge and tips on how to combat obstacles in your life and become the best version of yourself. I also discuss ways to develop compassion, empathy, and growth in the direction of love and acceptance for all. I promise you, it's positive vibes only. episode of the Award to the Wise podcast. It's your host, Jimmy Moses, and thank you so much for tuning in. You are just listening to the song of the week, which is called My Universe by Coldplay featuring BTS. Those details will be in the show notes should you want to check them out after listening to today's episode. I'm so excited about today's episode because we're going to be talking about numerology. I don't know if you've heard about numerology before, A lot of us are familiar with astrology, but many of us are not familiar with numerology. I know that I wasn't. And I wanted to have somebody come on the show to kind of give us a rundown about what numerology is, what it entails, what is the significance? How can we really use this and apply it to our lives? Again, a better understanding of who we are. So before I get into all of that, I want to define what numerology is. Numerology is the pseudoscientific belief in the divine or mystical relationship between a number and one or more coinciding events. It is also the study of the numerical value of the letters in words, names, and ideas. So numerology is calculated with your name your and your birth date. And just to add on to that definition, numerology is broken down into 12 different numbers, right? At a high level, right? 12 different numbers. And these are called your life path numbers. To give an analogy, in astrology, you have your sun sign. That's what a lot of people go by, their sun sign. So I'm a Libra, you might be a Virgo. Your life path number is sort of analogous to what your sun sign number would be in astrology. So the life path numbers go from one through nine, and then you have master numbers, 11, 22, and 33. Now, don't ask me to explain that further. My guest today is going to take a deep dive into all of that. And my guest is Felicia Bender. Felicia Bender, also known as the practical numerologist, is devoted to helping audiences uncover their life's purpose and so much more with numerology. She is the author of Redesign Your Life Using Numerology to Create the Wildly Optimal You, as well as Master Numbers 11, 22, 33, The Ultimate Guide. Felicia is a resident numerologist for astrostyle.com and is featured in many media outlets, including Refinery29, Women's Health, Elephant Journal, and more. 
In our conversation today, you're going to hear Felicia really break down what numerology is, why she got into numerology, what do all the different numbers mean. I really ask her to tell us the general theme for each number. So if you're listening and you're like, wow, I sound like I could be a one. I sound like I could be an eight. I'm very interested to see what number you think you are. And then you should definitely calculate your number and see if you were correct. But I do want to emphasize, and Felicia emphasizes this throughout the episode, you know, your life path number is, you know, significant, but there are also other numbers within your chart that really influence you, your personality and your traits. We also talk about the overactive and underactive side of these numbers. So some traits you might be listening to and be like, whoa, there's no way I calculated my number and it says I'm an eight, but some of these traits, I just don't identify with them. Felicia talks about that as well. She also takes a brief deep dive into my number and some of the influences at play with my chart. So that was very interesting to hear. We do that more towards the beginning of the episode and then towards the second half of the episode. That's where you hear a breakdown of all the other numbers and the general themes for each and every one of them. I hope you guys enjoy today's conversation. I hope you find it interesting and intriguing at the very least. And without further ado, here is my conversation with Felicia. I started asking her why she got interested in numerology. What got you interested in numerology? Well, that's always a $64,000 question, isn't it? And there's a long version and then the, the nutshell version. And I think just in terms of people listening, how do we come to these things, right? We're always coming to them um, when we need them the most. <laughs> so I'm right. So numerology per se, it's a it's kind of a cruel cosmic joke, actually, that I do this because I hate math. Um, more than anything, uh, anything at all. It's always truly been my most anxiety uh, producing subject. And I'm a humanities person. I'm a creative. And so math has always really um, been off limits for me. So I would never have sought out numerology. In fact, I would have run as far and fast uh, as I could away from it. So what happened was basically when I was in my early 30s, my, my mother passed away. And um, as, as again, these occurrences in our lives often are the impetus to our spiritual growth, our spiritual seeking, our figuring out, ooh, what is this all about? <laughs> Who am I? And in these crisis moments is when we really are pushed uh, into, these, into these different ways of living, thinking, and being. And so that was my impetus. That was uh, what happened to, uh, with me and to me. At that point, I just started reading uh, and experiencing everything everything I could about intuition, about healing. I became uh, certified in an energy healing technique called pranic healing um, and did that for a while. And again, numerology, no, would never have done it. And yet as I was going through this pathway, I'm a very, what, pragmatic person. I'm <laughs> practical. I'm a little skeptical. I mean, I go. And so I wanted to have some kind of system to work with. I always, I, I'm highly intuitive, but I'm not someone who's just going to give you a flat out psychic reading, right? So I was always looking for different tools. And so I actually was in a bookstore, kind of a, a book jumped out 
shot at me. Um, I don't know if anyone, have you ever experienced that? <laughs> so that yes. sort of thing. Yes. Where a book kind of uh, makes its way to you. And it wasn't a book on numerology. It was a book that had some numerology in it. Mm. So I, I actually got it for my daughter and I read it before I gave it to her. Don't tell her that I did that. <laughs> and yet it, it had the numerology in it and the, just the basic, the basic life path. And I read it and did my calculation and I did the calculation for my daughters. I did, And it was like that eureka moment, right? Mm. That moment where, you know, you found your tool, where, you know, you found your thing, the thing that is going to speak to you and allow you to really move into your own uh, intuitive language and, and all of that. So uh, I just, from that moment on, I couldn't get enough of it. And I started uh, learning everything I could about it. And I just, I just love it because it's one of those things that you can just keep going back to again and again, you can look it up in the book. You don't have to become an expert numerologist, right. To, to actually just refer back to it, to use it as a resource. And that's what I love about it as well. I think it's really interesting that you mentioned the passing of your mother was mm -hmm. kind of what drove you into seeking um, potential like spiritual modalities or things that you normally wouldn't have looked at in in the past. And I hear that a lot with a lot of people, something earth shattering happens with them. And all of a sudden, they, they find themselves being more open to different ways of healing and learning more about themselves. And I think that's a very interesting point that you brought up. Um, so for those who may not know what numerology is, because sometimes I feel like I, I get the gist of it myself, but I'm nowhere close to being an expert like you are. So I just want you to kind of define what numerology is for someone who's never heard about it before, or they may have heard about it, but they're just still not sure exactly what it is and how yeah. they calculate their number. Absolutely. So what is it, right? And uh, it's it's uh, it's like a kind of the strange stepsister to astrology, right? <laughs> so yeah, numerology basically is an art and science of numbers. The type I use comes from Pythagoras. I don't know if you were paying attention in math class, right? The, the Pythagorean theorem of geometry. I was not paying attention, by the way. And so if you were, if you were paying attention for me. Um, <laughs> so same guy, though. And Pythagoras, Greek mystic, and uh, kind of would have been a really interesting guy to meet up with for, for drinks or something, because he, uh, he was an astrologer, a mystic, a scientist. He was into astronomy uh, and into music, these sorts of things, talking about tone, vibration, frequency, all of these all of these uh, components of life and the world. So basically, um, here's what numerology is in my understanding. Numerology is the art and science of numbers we give uh, and as they have vibration and frequency. So they carry with it data and meaning. So it's mm -hmm. kind of like code. It's, it's that weird sort of willing suspension of disbelief that I think is a little easier now in our in our data related technological culture right that we do understand that <laughs> everything is this numbers matrix that we live in it's all data and code right, right. so in many ways numerology is like code mm -hmm. so it, it's I, I like to say it almost like Morse code I don't know if you're familiar with that yes. but the dots and dashes right, right. you walk into a room and Morse code is going off. Da, 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 da. If you know Morse code, 
you know what the message is. You know what information is being relayed. If you don't, it's just static or you don't even write, you don't even notice it, or it's just an annoyance. So it's the same sort of thing. It's like gravity. It's like cell phone reception. Like It's like the cloud. Like, where is that, right? It's supposed to be up there somewhere, and it carries all the data in the entire universe. But really, how does that work? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. <laughs> you right, got to really, right. really wonder. And so numerology is posited on that, that we are all, that everything carries with it this code and this energetic sort of matrix that comes with the numbers. So, and each number carries with it a particular uh, pathway of meaning, of influence, and of data. And whenever it shows up, you can understand uh, the basic defining qualities of what that brings with it. Mm. So, and which is all to say, the numerology that I like to use, I am a, I'm an, again, like I said, I'm a creative, I'm a theater gal, you know, I, I have a right. PhD in theater and I love, I love studying human emotions. And I love studying what motivates us and what makes us different and all of those things. Mm -hmm. So in that capacity in numerology, all we, what we need is your full name as it appears on your birth certificate. We in numerology, we feel like that is no mistake. (laughs) There are no mistakes here, Mm -hmm. full name, and then your date of birth. Unlike astrology that needs your time of birth, your place of birth, um, and, and all of that to derive your astrology. And uh, we, we don't need any of that. We need mm. your name and birth date. So with that said, then we can do calculations that can give you an idea about cycles of time. We can map out uh, what your personality profile is, what your I like to call it your purpose profile, mm. how you're going to go about that. It can offer an amazing amount of information. And so to pull back on that, though, and make it much more user-friendly, it, let's just go through the basic uh, calculation for the life path number. That's okay. like knowing your sun sign in astrology. Okay. Same sort of idea. The life path number is taken from your date of birth, and it really uh, gives you an idea of what you checked in to do, what you checked in to learn, to evolve into, and to master in this lifetime. And so right. because of that, it's kind of like the subject that you want, you signed up for that you're like, oh, that sounds like fun. I have no idea what that's about, but okay, let's give it a go. So right. <laughs> right. So it's one of those things where you'll have innate gifts and, and, and talents in this, in this, in the themes in the area, and also some more substantial roadblocks within those thematics that you're going to go work with. So I always like to say in numerology, we're going to talk about the optimal that each number brings with it, but always keep in mind that we're going, when we talk about those key words, we're always going to be challenged with the opposite. Mm. in some way, right? With the oppositional force that goes with that. And that's just part of the learning and part of the process. So with that said, let's calculate all all of you out there who would like to know your life path number, get out your whip out your pen and (laughs) I have my calculator. I have my my calculator on your phone. Yes. Yes. Not while you're driving, please. If you're, um, 
not while you're driving. So we, you have, uh, you've given me permission to use your, uh, your birth date here. So here's how we do this. Uh, um, September 26, 1994 is your birth date. And so just to also be uh, upfront, I'm the numerologist who likes to uh, acknowledge that there are different schools of thought about how to do things. I'm going to give you the way that I think is the proper way and then also indicate another way uh, to do it. Okay. So I like to take the month, the day and the year and segment it out separately and then add it together at the end. So what that would look like is September is a nine. Okay. So, cause September is the ninth month. Um, then we look at your day, the 26th. Now in numerology, we're always doing simple addition, most always, and what we're doing right now anyway. And, uh, and we're doing simple addition and we're always reducing to a one digit number. So okay. two, in this instance, you're born on the 26th, two plus six equals eight. So okay. your birthday is an eight. Okay. All right. Now for the hard part. Okay. Everyone ready? Buckling down with your math skills here. <laughs> it shouldn't be too hard. <laughs> I hope not. 1994. So one plus nine equals 10. 10 plus nine equals 19 plus four. 2021, 20, 22, 23. Then we take 23 and we reduce that. Two plus three equals five. All right, so now we have a one-digit number for each of the each of those uh, each the month, day, year. Now we'll take nine plus eight plus five, okay. and that equals twenty-two. Woo! Okay. Woohoo! All right. <laughs> so those mean? of you. So what does that mean? So just as uh, you you've added some wonderful complexity already to our conversation, because in numerology we're de- dealing with the numbers one through nine, and then there are thing there are numbers called master numbers. Okay, okay. and those are repeating numbers: eleven, the double one, the double two, twenty-two. 33 are the ones we most often use in a core profile like this. So what does that mean? It means you don't reduce it. Um, I always I always look at it as a 22 slash four, because okay. what, what these master numbers mean is this. Master numbers uh, indicate you've come in with some higher spiritual potential, no matter how you might personally define that, but also some more intense challenges. Mm. Oh, <laughs> Sorry. <fine. laughs> So don't, about that. Don't, don't shoot the messenger. Okay. And it's what the funny thing is, though, is that often people are jealous of you if you have like, oh, you have a master number, you're so all that, you know, and you're like, hey, hold on, just wait a minute and be careful what you wish for, right? Because it's more it, challenges, you just said. It does. It does. So uh, higher spiritual potential, a lot of power here, uh, more challenges. The bottom line, it's really not easy. It is a marathon, not a sprint. It is a long steady process that really starts to mature and develop later in life, but you're still, but you're really in the trenches now, uh, you know, getting all the experience that's going to get you where you're going. Uh You're laughing. I'm laughing. You're like, tell me something I don't know, right? I'm and, that. and also because it's like, oh God, like I don't want to be in the trenches. Like 
But you are, darling. And so let's talk about how to maximize and optimize it and how to start looking at it. The beautiful thing uh, about numerology to me is that it offers a sense not only of just defining characteristics, those themes that we can come back to and align to, it really validates a lot about our experience and about, again, how to how to give ourselves permission to do it right and to and to understand what's standing in our way because <laughs> there's always going to be something standing in our way uh, all of us so with that said though these master numbers are um the thing they do have in common is that there is anxiety galore mm, fun right always yeah. feeling like you should be doing something else something better something different something because you're you know you're here for something what substantial, Mm -hmm. I guess, is a way of putting it. It, These numbers are um, in conflict with themselves. Okay. Mm. So the thing about the 22, four is that the four is that foundational energy. The four is, is the number of structure. Mm -hmm. It is foundations energy. It is earth energy. It is hard. It is the worker bee. It is the artisan. It is Mm -hmm. the hardworking systems builder, blunt, opinionated, workaholic, accomplishment driven, right? Yeah. But you know, I don't really resonate with that energy that much. Uh huh. Well, we'll talk about some of your other numbers. So, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, and we'll talk about this because that's the basic. We could go on and on forever, right? right but that's yeah. the that's the basic. There, I call the four the teacher energy, mm. very knowledge based. You know, very yeah, uh, knowledge driven, and and yeah. all of that. And very again, work is a big big uh, component of identity here as right. well. Right. Let's also remember again that um, these are things that since they're the theme, they're the things that keep that you keep coming back to over and tweaking, right? Mm-hmm. And understanding how to do it uh, in a in a way that's productive for you. But then let's look at this master number. It's the 22, right? So we got mm-hmm. that foundational four. And I got to say the four is more of that literal mind. Mm-hmm. It's right or wrong. It's this or that. It's black or white, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And yet so here we've got the double twos, mm-hmm. So you've got that four foundation, and then you plop those double twos on top, which is more two than there is four. And yet, what is the two? The two is the lover, not the fighter. Mm, Yeah, the two. Ah, the two is the diplomat. Mm -hmm. All about uh, developing and acting upon patience and right timing and patient progress. It's about relationships and and the win-win, the good of the whole and the community, the supportive element, kind of that power behind the throne, mm-hmm. right? Don't want to be out front, want to be in back, but want to be doing making a difference, right? Doing all the detail work. Um, and and the biggest thing about the two, incredibly emotionally and psychically sensitive. Mm. Okay. It's the blessing and the curse Mm -hmm. of the two learning how to, uh, to really what secure some strong yet supple emotional boundaries, because the biggest thing about the two is that they give, they give, they give, they give, and then they withdraw with resentment because they're not getting what they want. Mm -hmm. And yet the, the, the trick of it is, is that every numerologist will say that the two is learning how not to be a doormat. 
And this sounds kind of corny, but it really isn't. The two is learning how to uh, define and refine yourself from the inside out. Mm -hmm. Who am I? Mm -hmm. Right? Where are my boundaries? What are my values? Because the two is a shape shifter. They're always wanting to please others Mm -hmm. and trying to guess what others want them to be. Right. Right. And then they're really confused when no one knows who they are. (laughs) Right. 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 Uh, On a very basic level. So here you've got these double twos, the intuitive, the, the, the one who's supportive and everything else. And then you've got the four, the organizer, the manager, the one who's up front, you put them all together. And in numerology, this is the most powerful force field, Mm, the master. Yeah. Sorry. Again, sorry, not (laughs) sorry, not sorry, but it, the 22-4 is the master builder, builder of systems, builder. Of, and really, you are that person who wants to kind of change the narrative of humanity, right? You want to leave something of, of really st- strong, amazing, lasting value that is going to help and heal people uh, on a grander scale, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. Yeah, master builder of systems, of, of services, that sort of thing, and a master teacher, mm-hmm. right? Kind of at the end of the day, a teacher of teachers, mm-hmm. you know? So you're really, again, on the ground, getting all this information, getting all these experiences that usually have to be trial by fire, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's interesting for you is that you have a, a, a karmic debt 167, you have a mm-hmm. seven expression number, mm-hmm. and that's more of the, the spiritual seeker and the analyst. All right. Well, that's me, 100%. So, yeah. yeah. And that's yeah. the way you express. That's the way you're going about that. And so remember, I said the master numbers are this marathon. So often you don't really kind of lean into those until you, you gain some traction, right? And, mm-hmm. and maturity as you go along. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Your soul urge, what your soul, your heart's desire, what you need down deep to feel satisfied in life is a two. Mm. So you've got the double two and you have a two there. So again, that loving, supportive, patient energy that is that will much more like dissolve your needs into others mm-hmm. before, before anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Often with that. And then you have an eight birthday and the eight is kind of on the par in some funny ways and different mm-hmm. ways, but in the same of the 22, four, the mm-hmm. eight in numerology is the, the, the manifester, mm-hmm. the powerhouse, the CEO, the one who's here to do things in the material world. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's an intense one also yeah. uh, teaching, right. Teaching empowerment, personal empowerment, and then teaching you about your relationship with money. Mm-hmm. And how to make that a pause and to understand that you checked in like it or not. And usually eights are like, uh-uh, I can't be an eight. I don't like money. I don't want, and you're like, ah, you're an eight, you know, mm-hmm. because it's an issue. You, you're, you're learning how to step, step up or get stepped on, like mm-hmm. step into your power in that way. Mm-hmm. But that's why it takes a lifetime for all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. We are learning, uh, learning as we go. Yeah. It's just, it's so many different energies within my chart. So, you know, I I just want to also be cognizant of people who are listening to this, who might like, they're like, what, what, what does all of this mean? What is a soul urge? What is a, right. Sorry. So yeah. 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 So can we just talk about, cause you mentioned the soul urge. So 
it's so for those listening, you know, with numerology, there are different type, like different numbers still go into this, right? I think correct. So I think the most important number is the number that you calculate from your birth date. But you also mentioned needing to know somebody's name, for example. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure that's where some of the other numbers that you were talking about came up. So can we yes. just talk about the you know, the soul urge, the the birth date number, because I think that's mm-hmm. the addition of like the two and six, because I, I yes. was one of the 26. And can we also talk about the expression, which is the 16-7 that you mentioned? Correct. So just like if you're out there and you're, you're, you know, you're more into astrology, astrology, it's great to know your sun sign. You can read your horoscope, all those things, right? But when you get really interested in it, you want to know, oh, what's my rising sign or my ascendant? Because that, what is my, uh, you know, what is my moon? And where am I? You start getting a little bit more in depth and it can give you, it can really unfold a lot of information where you go, oh, that makes sense. Now I didn't, you know, when I was just that, I was it wasn't a full picture. So basically it's the same thing with with numerology. So the life path is is like the sun sign, what you've checked in to do. The expression number, uh, it's also called the destiny number in numerology. This is taken from your full name on your birth certificate. This is the way I look at it. It's kind of like your rising sun, kind of like your ascendant. It gives you a really good picture of how you're going to go about doing uh, your life path purpose. What manner, what flavor, how's that going to express itself, right? And what is your destiny here? Often this is where you can uh, really locate what you'd be good at with, with career, with work, right? How that's going to work for you. And with you, it's the seven and uh, and then the 22-4. I would just say teacher is highlighted here, uh, research, knowledge, um, and spiritual. So the seven is, I, I call the seven, the analyst and sometimes reluctant spiritualist learning how to bridge both the analytical data-driven, very intellectual side of life with the, with the unspeakable, the unknown, the unseen with spirituality and uh, bridging that together. It's a very slow, uh, deep internal process that the seven is on. Then if we then if we look at the soul urge, that is taken from the name, but it's taken from the vowels in your name. So even if you think about that A-E-I-O-U, these are the even they sound softer, they sound more, and and there are fewer of them, right? So this is what's going on in secret in some ways, right? This to me it is your heart's desire. It is what you really want and need down deep. Uh, to feel like you're doing what you should be doing in life. And for you, that's that too, right? Uh, The relationships and that emotional acuity. And then the birthday number is uh, kind of some numerologists really think that birthday number takes uh, a higher level precedence. So it also depends on interpretation, right? Like with everything, this is a science and an art. <laughs> so it's an it's an interpretive dance, an interpretive art. And yet uh, the eight, uh, I see the birthday, I'm a very visual person. So I see it as a birthday present right? It's this box uh, that's wrapped up and you're giving it out to the world. But you're also, to me, after working with so many people for so long, I find it as often a place, a point of um, 
comfort or identity early on. It's kind of like where you've been and your life path number is where you're headed, but it's a little bit more uncertain and, and more mysterious. So you're also being asked to take those qualities from your birthday number and infuse them into the power of your uh, life path purpose. So it offers you know, a flavor there as well. And the eight, again, is the, the CEO, the manifester, the powerhouse. It's all about money. Anyone in, who knows anything about numerology will say the eight is the money number. I think it's the power number. It's the number of infinity, right? Mm. It's uh, it's about manifestation in this material world, learning all about control, self-control, all about uh, authority, being an authority, um, learning how to step up and stand up for yourself. It's kind of power versus force, right? Mm. And uh, and again, to do well financially and the highest octave there is to give back, right? Yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah. So can we just talk about the 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 other pat numbers? I know that you've mentioned them briefly in because... I have several different numbers in my chart, but can we talk mm-hmm. about what the energies and the the vibrations are? Or what does it mean to be a one, two, three, four, five, six? Yeah, eight, let's nine? talk about that. We kind of got we kind of just <laughs> jumped right, right, right in the into, middle of right, things. Yes, yes. And now let's let's kind of scoop back a little bit and get more of an overview. So let's talk about very briefly, and uh, it's hard sometimes to be brief, but we're going to. Okay, mm-hmm. so the the numbers themselves. So let's say you did your calculation, you're listening, and you're like, you know, I'm a one life path or I'm a nine life path. What mm-hmm. does that mean? So the one life path, the one is uh, what I would call the creative or an innovative leader. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. right, we're in numerology, you know, one, we start with one and we end with nine with some mm-hmm. other things, but that's, that's the rubric there that we're working with. Mm-hmm. The one is what it's all about. Number one, mm-hmm. right? The one is all about the I words, in mm-hmm. independence, individuation, initiate, mm-hmm. initiation, new starts, pioneering, courage, learning how to stand on your own two feet. This is the entrepreneur. This is mm-hmm. the one who uh, often is, I, I always jokingly, but not really. It's kind of like either the captain of the football team or the cheerleading squad or the goth kid right? The one who's really learning how to individuate, how to differentiate and how to get out of dependencies and and dependent situations and to really tap into their self-esteem and and their creative ideas because they are uh, always forward thinking, forward uh, forward people like Steve Jobs, right? Is a one life path. Tom Hanks is a one life path. These people are out there, right? In that way. So then we have a two. The two is, we've talked a little bit about that, but the two is uh, is the love bug, is the really, uh, I call the heart and soul of any enterprise, the intuitive diplomat, right? So the key themes and the key words, and I always work with key words, key themes uh, that, that we can go back to again and again for each of the numbers. And then again, remember, we can, we're always dealing with the oppositional pull. So keep that in mind, but all about love, relationships, patience, diplomacy, uh, mediation, uh, very, very emotionally sensitive. And uh, this is a person who the blessing is the curse, right? Because you're, you're being trained to be the ultimate mediator and diplomat in all situations. So what do you need? Conflict. <laughs> 
right? So the interesting thing about the two is that they're the peacekeepers and they will do anything to keep the peace. And yet they're always in the midst of all the drama, right? Because they're being trained to actually get them healthy, healthy boundaries, step outside uh, of the fray, look at everyone's wants and needs, understand where everyone's coming from, be able to stand in everybody else's shoes, and then navigate and mediate uh, an outcome that's positive. Sounds so simple, right? It's not simple at all. And learning and learning um, self self definition, how to, again, uh, be diplomatic, but not a doormat. So the three, then the three is the creative communicator. Okay, the three is the number of the Trinity, right? It's, uh, it is the number of creation. Uh, it's the number of creative self-expression, emotional sensitivity, fun, socializing, it's joy, optimism. These people are meant to be in the spotlight. They are meant to learn impeccable communication. They are these fountain of youth. They are the, you know, this gregarious energy. The flip side there is they can be really depressive. They can be up and down and all around. They can be scattered focus. And they can also have a lot of um, fear of criticism that kind of takes them away from doing their creative purpose, right? Then they can express negatively in in those ways. But even if we look at uh, some three life paths, I mean, it's an interesting thing. The threes, they are are this bright light. So they're meant to really bring, shine their light in the darker places. And yet I don't, you know, a lot of numerologists will say the three is the pleasant path. And yet I don't know a three on the planet who hasn't experienced really substantial uh, emotional trauma. And they're working through that. They're working through that trauma to actually bring it into uh, inspiration and motivation, inspiring and uplifting others while healing themselves. And often it's that emotional connection that they're able to move into expression in some kind of way, whether it's with art, whether it's with writing, whether it's with communicating on any level. So that's the impetus for their creative work often. And that's what sometimes is misunderstood, I find, uh, with threes. So um, so then we have the fours. We talked a little bit about the four. I call the four, it's kind of, you are the, the teacher to me, the, the and the systems builder, the seeker of stability, uh, the number of limitation. And I don't mean that negatively. It's a matter of really, uh, whenever anything needs to be done that is substantial, get a four. To, to, to get on the team because they will get it done. It's the slow and steady, solid, tried and true, rock of Gibraltar, honest, trustworthy, all of those elements and very systematic thinking and uh, very hardworking and very dedicated, right? Uh, in that way. So um, then we have the five. We're always going back and forth and back and forth, right? With energies here. The five is the sensual freedom seeker, right? The five is all about sex. It's all about fun. It's all about uh, versatility, change. These people can be the rolling stone, right? That gathers no moss. And yet ultimately at the end of the day, they are catalysts for change. 
They are the, they are these vivacious people who uh, love to travel, their adventurousness, they're facing fears, they're showing other people how to be this forward progressive uh, you know, kind of a kind of uh, energy uh, wherever they show up. The flip side, of course, is they could be really scattered. They can have addictions, uh, a lot of drama, a lot of self uh, impulsiveness, self absorption can go, and they're really learning freedom through self discipline. It's the constructive use of freedom, right? It's like, because freedom, a lot of, you know, fives or just people in general, oh, I'm going to be free. I'm going to do anything I want, however I want, whatever I want. It's like, ah, that's just indulgence, right? It's like, how do you get financial freedom? Well, you decide what, you know, what your, what job you want, what, you, how are you going to invest your money, how you're going to mm-hmm. do this and make sure that you have that. How do you have freedom of health? You take care of it. You don't just right. sit around and indulge, right? So right. it's that level of learning how to engage engage your levels of freedom. And then we have the six after that. The six is the the nurturing visionary. The six has interesting tributaries. Even if you look at the six, it looks like a little pregnant belly, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And so the six is all about home, family, duty, Mm -hmm. service to others, kind of Mm self-sacrificing, very nurturing, highly responsible, learning to modulate their responsibility. That's the neon sign for them not to be the meddling martyrs and the ones who are overly responsible and and and, and enable everybody right, right, right. and the, right and so they are also incredibly artistically creative usually uh, they're very um, justice minded and oriented okay. and they're very much li- they're 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 very similar to Libra uh, they're very they love the aesthetic balance the beauty the you know that they live in this kind of they can visualize and be uh, very ideal realistic about how they see the, that the world should be. So they're learning how to get rid of those shoulds. They're learning how to accept everyone and everything just as they are. So the, the seven is that spiritual seeker and the analyst. It's kind of like kind of like characters on the Big Bang Theory, right? <laughs> They're they're very heady. They're intellectual. There's of all of all the pathways I find is a very internal journey you know, and um, they are digging deep into their, their soulful work, like what they're always questioning, always asking, asking, what is this all about? Who is this? And, and, and all of these things. Uh, again, they are meant to be specialists in something in the world and very uh, balancing that kind of left brain, right brain uh, activity, because they're the wise old souls learning how to trust and learning how to be open because they have a hard time uh, being vulnerable and they like to spend some time alone. They need to have time to process. So then the eight, we talked a little bit about that. The that eight is that the, the magic manifester. <laughs> also, I wanted to say that the eight is a feminine, feminine, the divine feminine. Um interesting. And uh, so the eight is all about money, power, control, authority, learning how to uh, manage to really uh, get real with themselves about stepping up 
into this aspect of life, learning how to make money, how to deal with it, how to manage it well, um, learning about, again, power and empowerment on every level, learning how to uh, not be, these people will always be calling in people, attracting people who try to control them, who try to dominate them, who try to, you know, be, you know, a crappy authority figures that show up, you know, there can be others, but usually it's, it's by negative example. And it's a, it's a, it's kind of like boot camp. It really is. And it's all about in, integrity and, um, and being in the business world with the utmost of ethics and integrity uh, at the same also. And then we have the nine. The nine is, uh, is just like the one is beginnings, ego, self. The nine is endings, conclusions, surrender, universal wisdom. It, the nine is the compassionate humanitarian, the one who is full. Uh, it's, it's really a sacred number in many numerologies. And uh, this is, I always say that this is the, these people have so many skills, multi-skilled and talented. It depends on what they want to do. The thing about the, the nine is that they have to do what they're doing because they can't not do it. Right. They've got to be following their heart. But even if you think about a couple of nine life paths, just a, a little footprint of, of energy, mm. we've got Mother Teresa, mm. we've got Gandhi, Greta mm. Thunberg, mm. the climate change activist right. who has Asperger's, right? right? These things, often a nine will have some, some strange, weird things that they get to work with and grapple with. Mm. They are always like the underdog, the outlier, mm. uh, Jim Carrey is is a nine. Robin Williams, mm. uh, David Byrne. You've got these uh, Elvis Presley, Prince. Mm. All these nines who are these incredible forces of nature, mm. right? And uh, and yet they are here to just kind of bring that um, old soul wisdom into the world, right? Right. That's amazing. So I know we talked about master numbers, but I don't. We didn't go that much into the elevens. And the 33s, what what are their energies and what is their theme? I should say. What is their theme? Okay, yeah. the 11, uh, the 11 slash two is what I consider to be the the most conflicted of the of the mm. uh, the master numbers. And what I mean by that is that the the that two is the foundational energy, mm. and then double and then plot, you know, splash a double one on top of it. And just mm -hmm. going over the numbers, like we just did think about that. Mm -hmm. The two is the, the, you know, it's the, the, the 11 two to me, it's the number of spiritual illumination. Mm -hmm. It's the inspired healer. Mm -hmm. The 11 two is the ultimate yin yang. Mm -hmm. It's the ultimate when you can understand it and really hone that in. Mm. It's the ultimate blend and balance of masculine feminine, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And yet it it is a rough one to mm -hmm. modulate, I find, because a lot of 11s feel this real push and pull. The two is not as ambitious, mm. right? Wants to support, wants to be in relationship 
relationship, often that family and the, everything's mm-hmm. really important, but the double one wants to go out there and be, and be the star, be mm-hmm. out in front, mm-hmm. be the leader, be, be all about their career and mm-hmm. making that happen. So it's a really interesting, uh, you know, stress push point pull, often right. and push and pull for that. But ultimately the beauty of that, I'm trying to, you know, a, a few examples, um, of 11 twos we've got, um, Oh gosh, we've got Jimmy Kimmel is mm. an 11 2, Robert Downey Jr., mm. um, Madonna. Mm. We've got, you know, people who have this uh, Jennifer Anston uh, is an 11 2. We've got a lot of that. They're, they're kind of they're loving, but with an edge. Mm. You know, Mm -hmm. and of all those master numbers, they are the edgiest in terms of their anxiety. I find they have a lot of underlying anxiety that goes with that. And then the 33 is the double three, the creative communicator, that joyful optimism there. And then uh, on top of that six, that nurturing right? Mm. The, the, the service, the self-sacrifice. So mm. that is a real high level of a calling. I find it's the, the teacher of unconditional love mm. and the, you know, the purveyor of that. And, um, and yet try that on for size, right? right? To be this unconditional and, and, and to do it with some joy, communication, optimism, and everything else. But these people feel things really, mm-hmm. really, really deeply mm-hmm. and see the world in this, you know, in a way that can be very heavy and very um, challenging, right? Mm-hmm. To keep that buoyant, uh, loving, <laughs> engaging right. uh, energy to go with that. But right. um, yeah, does that make sense no, overall? It makes, a, it makes a lot of sense. And I, you know, as you're talking, I just had one question because I was curious about why some numerologists believe the birth date number, whether it's, you know, if, for example, to, to the listeners, so if you were born on whatever month on day 22, your birth date number would be a four because it's two plus two. Not to interrupt you, but there are many ways of, again, when you get into it a little deeper, when you don't reduce it, if it's a master number, oftentimes you really mm. do not uh, reduce it. Oh, if it's it. a master number, you don't reduce it. So if you're born on like something 22, like if April 22, for example, the 22 yes. would not be reduced. Okay. Got it. But if yes, you're born on the still 13th, a master number, yeah. Right. If yeah, 13th, it would be reduced, but the 13th is okay. a karmic debt number as well. So again, okay. we can get, we can dig deep, deep, deep. Right. What's, right. What's fun about it all is that all every number has significance. Yes, yes. It's just how we begin to put it together, right? And not make it overwhelming. Yes, <laughs> so yes. sometimes less is more. Yeah. And yet, and yet the birthday number uh is a very vital number. I mean, if you even think about it, that's the number we identify with um so early in life. Yeah. When's your birthday? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that is a, a very important element and aspect of our identity and what we bring to uh to our life path and purpose in this lifetime yeah yeah i mean i love what you said at the very beginning and i think that's a great way of looking at it like numerology is like your own specific code um because you know somebody like me and serena williams are born on the same exact date, but our names are different right so i'm sure she has a bunch of other numbers in her chart that i don't so you know you might be a nine and somebody, you know, somebody else that's a nine, but you guys might have different influences or different expressions. Um, Absolutely. And you could, so it, it can be tailored. It's, it's not all, it's not like blanket for everyone, but 
it's just like what you just went through was kind of like the general theme. So I just want to mm-hmm. remind people of that. Um, but and you can be a twin, right? You can be twins mm, and and have that, and then you have different names, which mm-hmm. brings different things to the table. Mm-hmm. But even let's let's even you know open that open you know open up that canvas even more so. You can have someone with the exact same name, exact same name, um, exact same birth date, mm-hmm. and you're still going to be two incredibly entirely different people, right? right? We bring, it depends on what, you know, what gender you are, where you, where you're born, who your mm-hmm. parents are. You're going to express it and experience it absolutely new, uniquely 100% only you. You're the right. only one on the planet who has come in with your particular imprint and your particular mission, right? Right, right. And yeah. I think that's, that's what's really cool about numerology and a lot of these other ologies. Um, mm-hmm. It's like, you know, it's it's a some, especially if you get deep into them uh, and really get your whole chart and everything, it kind of, it gives you a guidance of like, hey, this is what you're potentially working with and here are some of the things yeah. that are going on with you. So I think it's I think it's super cool and super insightful. I'm gonna continue to do more research on um I'm gonna continue to do more research on numerology, but I just had a question regarding the numerology and the Enneagram. Is the Enneagram influenced by num- numerology or is that just its own different system? Well, it's a it's its own system, and I'm not an expert. I just want to do that mm-hmm. little disclaimer. And okay. I have looked at my enneagram like years and years ago. Mm-hmm. What what for me personally, and this is just my personal opinion here, is that is that what happens for me. What I love about numerology is it's a no brainer. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that, here's my name and here's my, and here's my birth date, mm-hmm. do my chart because with the Enneagram, with strengths finders, with, with the other forms where you're, you're uh, answering questions, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, but I'm going to answer a questionnaire one day on a scale of one to 10. How confident are you today? I am super confident. <laughs> yeah, I'm a five. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and tomorrow something will two. happen yeah. and I can be a two. And mm-hmm. so for me, the guesswork there goes out of it. And in yeah. terms of the, the, the subjectivity of how I'm going to even understand a question. I don't even know if you're like that, but it's like, mm-hmm. I don't even know if that's exactly what they're, what are they actually yeah. asking me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, you know, and, um, and so for me, there are going to, there are going to be similarities. I know that they do a few things differently in terms of the basic defining mm-hmm. elements or components of the numbers. They're mm-hmm. a little bit uh, different, but, I find that mostly overall the the numbers will retain the same basic um, mm-hmm. definition uh, mm-hmm. across across borders there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that's yeah, that's a good point because for me that was what I struggled with. I'm like, I could I don't sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what you're asking me. And then other times I'm like literally I, it's like, like t- today, I, all the, the time, scale, when right. I was 20, when <laughs> I'm 40, like what, yeah, right? Yeah, how exactly. Do I, how do I really, how do I really do yeah. that? And you know, what's really interesting also is a lot of, a lot of times people will, um, will talk about, well, for instance, that a number and like, well, I know such and such, and they are nothing like, like yeah. this. And I, I just want to say that 
there are, um, again, shadow elements Mm -hmm. to everything and to every human being. And Mm -hmm. some express themselves differently than others. And every number has their shining potential and every number can dive down into the darker, Mm -hmm. you know, crevices. I mean, you've got three life paths, the joyful, communicative, you know, uh, inspiring, uplifting, positive person. And we've got Harvey Weinstein. We've Mm -hmm. got Bill Cosby. We've got Kevin Spacey. We've got a lot of people who have, have, you know, pushed that into its more uh, challenged uh, position. We've got the nine, which is the mother Teresa. And we have Stalin. You know, we have fives, you know, we have five life paths who are Hitler. Uh, Hitler was a five and he had an 11 and he had an 11, the inspired healer Mm. uh, in his chart. And then we have Malcolm X, who was a Mm. five and we have Abraham Lincoln and we have, you know, Steven Spielberg. So there's going to be a smattering, you know, and at 22, four, you're a 22. So is Charles Manson. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we, we take what we've got. Yeah. And we do with it what we do with it. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's a good point. So yeah. there's a positive side and there's a negative side to these numbers. And, and there is some extremes, extremes that we can go to. Yeah. Okay. So we can go on and on and yes, on. Forever. Like you're the one of the best guests I've heard on the show. Like it's just so fun talking to you. Um, but before I let you go, some final words of wisdom to the listeners. I think the final tip and gem is, is that... Um, we're all too hard on ourselves. And if we, if we can use numerology or any of these tools, anything that you bring up in your podcast and talk about in terms of this is to, you know, cut ourselves some slack, give ourselves a break. And really the way I look at it, I know this sounds really maudlin or corny or something, but it's like, would you ever speak even in your mind, right? To anyone or especially like a child, would you speak to a child the way that you are talking to yourself right now? Mm. And if you, and if you wouldn't, that's not the way, that's not even your internal dialogue that you, that, that would, that's beneficial for you. Mm. You know, it's that, it's that, because those things are so powerful. What we, you know, our initial response, oh, you idiot, you know, in your mind, mm. why'd you do that? You're just, mm. you always do that. You're so stupid. Mm. Wow. And that is a very erosive and very, and something that really stays with us for Mm. forever and ever. Right. Mm. So if we can just be so conscious about turning that around and saying, wow, you're doing great. Mm. I know this is a hard day, you know, Um, for me, numerology has really helped me see in such a different way, uh, you know, the just different pat, different belief systems, different ways of, that people respond, different values that people have, um, and that and that everyone's we don't think the same. We just don't. And the sooner we can go, oh, okay, I can just let that go. <laughs> the better. Yeah. Well, Felicia, thank you so much. This has been such a wonderful, amazing, insightful episode. Um, I'm sure the listeners are loving this as well, but if people want to get in touch with you, they want to book a session to get a reading or just follow you in general to learn more about numerology, where they, where can they find you? Uh, the best place to find me is the, the, the portal of all things for the numerology curious, which is my website. That's mm. Felicia Bender 
www.feliciabender.com. So feliciabender.com. I've got monthly forecasts there that are free. Um, you can order a chart. We've got all kinds of things there. So I hope that it's just a, a great resource for those of you who would like to just, you know, explore and learn a little bit more. Absolutely. I'll be leaving those details in the show notes as well. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. Oh, what a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning into today's episode. If you want to learn more about numerology, like Felicia said, check out her website, www.feliciabender.com. Or you can also follow her Instagram page, which is at Felicia Bender. I'm going to be leaving those details in the show notes. Should you want to check it out? You know what it is. Till next time, peace and love. Always, always, always. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to rate and review this podcast. And if you're truly loving this podcast, I suggest you follow us on Instagram at a word to the wise pod. Also, if you have any suggestions about episodes or things you'd like me to discuss on the podcast, please feel free to email a word to the wise pod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you.